check this out, right? And this is sort of my spill. Tattooing's proven 5,800 some years old because Otsi, Utsi, however you want to pronounce the dude's name, is found in the fucking Alps right outside of Tyrol. It's in the Tyrolean Museum right now, just north of Italy. The dude's fucking almost 6,000 year old. He predates the fucking Egyptians with tattoos, right? So he didn't invent tattooing, but he's tattooed. So I'm giving it 6,000 years. I had 100 years on. I bet it's older than 6,000 years, right? Yes. Okay. So his tattoos line up with something that could possibly mean a whole bunch of shit. You can go read about it. I don't know. Your tattoos can mean a whole bunch of shit. I don't know. You know, you can look at a tattoo and you could give it a meaning you want to give it. I don't know. Okay, so let's get to the I don't know. Kids will find a way to indelibly mark themselves. You know why? I don't know. Ask them. Grab up. Snatch up a kid that just tattooed themselves between the ages of like 9 to 15. Going on right now as we talk and fucking snatch them up. Be like, why? And you'll look at it and it's probably going to be a contemporary image. Whatever's in their like mindset, video game, I don't fucking know. Whatever's in the mind of a kid right now that age, whatever it's influenced them, that's what they have to choose because that's what their choices are because that's how our minds think. It could be anything. From whatever time period you would have had to chose something, you would have chose something. And the reason they tattoo themselves, the answer is, I don't know. (laughs) And definitely every single person I've ever met, why do you do that? Why do you choose that? I don't know. Yeah. Like, just had to tattoo myself. That's the coolest tattooing that's ever going to happen in your lifetime. If that ever happened to you. If that happened to you, you're on the right path. Because the reason you get tattoos is because you're in the spur of the moment. You don't know, but you need that mark in your skin. Does it matter what it looks like? Fuck no. How can a fuck you know what it's going to look like when you're poking yourself? I mean, if you figure that out, it's gotten to the fine arts point. You're missing the whole like spectrum of like why we tattoo ourselves. For 6,000 years, why does human man tattoo himself? I don't know. The infinite answer. There is no question. Is it a religion? Of course. It's the oldest religion. It's the oldest language. It's the oldest practice art form still in practice today as a normal commodity. People make monies, lifetimes, careers, pay for houses, children, schools off of fucking tattooing. Why do people get tattooed? I don't know. Oh, because my aunt died and fucking, you know, I saw too many episodes of fucking ink something, ink shitters. And I like now I have to give you a reason for everything I put on my skin. Yeah, bullshit. Like, what am I gonna be putting on you? Fucking something, an indelible mark, right? Right. What does it mean? I don't know. Ask somebody else that don't speak the language. Like, what do you think her tattoo means? And you know, it could like you know be a bunch of shit that's on Ink Master. She never saw Ink Master. She goes, I don't know. Right. <laughs> it's just a tattoo. It's a tattoo at this point, but. That magical moment in the fucking spectrum of, let's say, like, we're just an animal on the planet, and we don't understand how come the vast array of languages that cross the fucking world, the vast array of fucking continents across the world, and multiple cultures, and almost all of them, one thing they have in common is tattooing, and, you know, they all differ from, like, you know, picture, uh, illustration, we were talking about earlier, like, genres of fucking, instead of tattooing, like, professionally, like, you know, traditional, realistic, fucking tribal, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, none of that matters. The real point in it is, is that humankind, for some reason, it's like almost like aliens fucking connecting to your brain. Like, fucking, we tattoo ourselves. And we don't know why yet. And we're still all doing it. We're on this rampage of, like, trying to make meaning of it all. Mm. 
but it, we don't understand why we do it in the beginning so it'll never make meaning you can give whatever meaning you want you know what i mean just because i can write a book doesn't mean i'm fucking jesus right. it doesn't mean i have the pathway to god it's not like guru shit this is like really our oldest language you know what i mean like and people are like devastated about wars over religion tattooing predates religion yeah. all the religions we know tattooing's older any religion that denounces tattooing well tattooing's older than your religion you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, oh, even yeah. like, you know, you can get into the, like, you know, like some people just want to see lines and dots. They don't want to see any imagery. And like, you know, some religions do that too. That doesn't matter. That's not what we're talking about. So, you know, I mean, like when it gets into talking about tattoos for me and like styles of where it came from and why it did it, I entered in the best possible way you could ever enter. Cause I don't know why. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like that 100%. heavy. It's like that heavy, man. It was like being baptized in the water when I realized that one day that I don't know why I tattooed myself, but I did. And I was on a voyage to get tattooed from that day one. Like, you know what I mean? Like that early. And I can't tell you why. And I'm every single person I meet, some people that no matter what they tell me, I can tell they don't know why either. Yeah. And at some point they enter the tattoo world. But most of them, you know. And we're all just trying to figure out why. And we're just making excuses of why. But that why changes all the fucking time. We don't know why. What? <laughs> yeah. 100%. The thing I'm always saying all the time. My little sh tiny, tiny spiel is like it doesn't matter what your tattoo means to you. Because like what it means to you, it means something different to you as the onlooker. Like whatever you're wearing, you have to be prepared for the saying. repercussion of whatever the person That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. ask your audience. What does it mean? And yeah. they're like, I don't know. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, maybe you'd be like, oh, dude, that means this. You're like, yeah, okay, Mr. Shithead. Yeah. What the fuck does this mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> right, right. You know, you can only answer so many questions because there's so many images, and it basically comes down to just, like, dots. And it's also gets poking even more, yourself. I don't know, because the more, like, the more, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the more these images become more and more done, they lose even more meaning. You don't have to be a sailor to have a ship anymore. You don't have to have eagle to be patriarch. You can, like, I'm okay with that, just, though, because I to me... I think that's the best thing. I think that's yeah. the best part. Like, it's another language, but, you know, you get that one layer, you might do yeah. another layer over top of that, and so you can always see part of that ship. But there's yep. another line over top of that. It looks like it could be tribal, but you're not from any tribe. But I think it's so okay to see something like, I like that, and that's enough. Like anything else, that's okay. Yeah. You like the color of that fucking house. You're not gonna regret the color of your house in 20 years. You don't need to fucking buy a different car because it's fucking not the right color. Like, if you just like something, it, it's it's familiar. You know what I mean? The things you saw growing up, that was familiar. Skateboarding, like, and also skateboarding translates to tattooing 100. percent It's like, you know, even like these skateboard graphics are handmade. They're black. They're screen printed. Like tattoos are black and they're fucking yeah. this many colors. Like, yeah, you're looking you know, at the magazine so much as a kid. Like yeah. as a little kid, you're just like. I want this one and this one doesn't look. This is the new deck by blah, blah, blah. Right. And then as you get older, you're looking at tattoo flash and be like, damn, damn, damn. And like right. your taste constantly changes. You're like, what do you like about it? Like that one right there. It's just like the same graphic art. You're like looking at a picture, uh -huh. picking out your favorite picture. Mm -hmm. And then you, you know, who, who did it? And the more you see something, it? the more you like it. That's why, that's why we like anything. It's familiar. It's safe. You know what I mean? Yep. That's why we fucking eat certain plants and certain plants we've never seen before. We don't eat that one because it's not fucking familiar. You know what I mean? I think it's just like that's ingrained in us, and I think like sometimes yeah, but you know you're calling that a palate. Everybody has a different palate. There's it's mm. pal super palatable to me. It's like no salt and pepper, mashed potatoes, peas that are smushed, like stuff old people <laughs> stuff old people eat that don't have teeth. Right. You know what I mean? Like when they take out their teeth and they eat that shit, that's like palatable. Yeah. Like then you need like spice it up. Like we were talking about earlier, you want a fake Taco Bell? Or you want real Mexican food? And where do you want your Mexican fruit? Fruit Mexican fruit food. 
Fruit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, maybe you like fucking pepper on your frozen fruit. Oh, well, I mean, like, but in reality, we're talking burritos. Do you want one from Texas or one from California? Yeah. And what part of California do you want your fucking right. walking burrito from? So or, let, me, let me ask you this. What, what do you want? Cadoba. <laughs> No, what's the other one? What's the Mexican version? Chipotle. Chipotle. Uh, my mom calls it chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> Chibuti. Chipotle. Chipoopy. So yeah. what's what's uh so what's your genre in tattooing? What 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 is tattooing to you? Um, because it's something different to everyone, yes. And we're all just figuring it out. But how would you quantify it? Tattooing is the most spiritual language known to man, and I'm a practitioner of an ancient language. Um, that I will never be able to completely understand. And I also think that my real like exploration of it to understand it more as much as I can is within the last hundred years because we're in the first like hundred years of electric tattooing and uh, Americano tattooing, English tattooing, German tattooing, like all the tattooing that I'm most familiar with is within the last hundred years. But I accept it fully as a religion and a language that predominates all known languages and religions. It has the right to incorporate what do they call it? Cultural has the right to appropriate. Mm, Be- that's a good it, subject. It has been I like that. It has the right to appropriate. It has the right to take any fucking image ever known to the Donna man and reuse it and remake it your own because it is the fucking oldest language. And the oldest language dominates all languages. Period. I like that. I mean, unless you're a fucking cave painter, right? A prostitute. Or like a hunter and gatherer, like I mean, like you know. Right. But the fucking tattooing is important, man, because you know it's the tattooer. He's in town. He's fucking like you just jumped off a cliff. You fucking hurt your knee. You're fucking walking around wounded like a little baby. So we have a big seance in the fucking cave tonight. They're drumming and fucking playing and singing. And I come up and I tattoo your ass and I bandage it up. Three days later, when you take it off, that mark's still in there and your fucking knee's swollen from being tattooed. You're walking better, stiffer, and like, you know, your your wound's starting to come out. That's magical, man. That should have stick with you for a million years. And everybody's watching that. So everybody knows that that tattoo is magic. It's never gone away. The tattoo's magic. See a dude with full of tattoos and get be a tattoo collector. Be a tattoo be a tattoo person that gets a lot of tattoos and realize how much they hurt. And when you see somebody with a full neck, full face, fucking all their ears, fucking armpits, hands, palms completely done, like shit that I don't have that I see other people have, and I fucking know. I don't I could be that guy. I don't have to be like, how did it feel? Like just joking around. Cause everybody does that to you, right? They're like, how'd that feel? How'd that feel? But they instantly know. They don't really have to ask. If they, they, don't if they have one yeah, tattoo, they're just making small talk. Because as soon as you have a tattoo, you know. And like, you know, in multiple cultures, you know, I think that was like, you know, a rite of passage to be Absolutely. able to go it's through cultural, something. And past. they know, and they know when they look at you, if you don't have a full face tattoo, you don't have this done, then you didn't make it. You're not as tough as I was because I got this done. Not that that is going on nowadays, but it still reads the same. We know what we went through. And some tattoos you see, I... You know, they know that, you know, you got you got them in certain places or you got them on a credit card or, you know what I mean? Like, they, you know, people can tell the, the language of tattoos even today because they're their own silent language, you know? And that's why I said, like, I can't, as an art form and like a contemporary, like, you know, fine art form and people breaking down all these weird genres of rotaries and whatever products you know people can sell you multiple things you can do it any way you want primal way is to hand poke with some sort of homemade instrument but it still is like you know i can't stress enough that it's a language more than it is like an art form the art form comes when we genreify it 
and we want to do this style, this style, this style, this style, this style. That's mm-hmm. when it becomes an art. Before that, it's just a language. And it's like a language that's known to all languages, regardless of like whether you speak a, a, a different language than I do. Like right now, like I'm speaking English or American version. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, maybe broken Midwestern, fucking <laughs> something like that. Um, alcohol infused, marijuana infused, broken Midwest. When did tattooing, when did that become the thing that you were immersed in? Okay, well... Um, uh, tattoo, I ended up signed up, fucking go to fucking college. Uh, fucking, I got expelled. We'd moved back here to Indiana from fucking South Carolina. And I got expelled for missing too many days and getting stoned and shit. And mm-hmm. I mostly took art classes. So I ended up going to this other high school. So I graduated, I got held back a year and fucking, uh, I'm doing vocational school as printmaking, photography and shins. Cause in skateboarding, you know what I mean? Like drawing yeah. pictures all the fucking time. I do grip tape art. Yeah. Did all this shit, tattooing. I wouldn't call it drawing flash or anything of that shit. I'm just like really just like replicating shit I'm seeing. I'm, I'm that age, so you know. Yeah. My mom had got me fucking Spalding and Rogers kit, and I'm fucking tattooing people. Sick. Your mom got it for you. Yeah, and then I end up in Fuck high school. Yeah. I mean, I end up in college, and I'm tattooing people in college, and um. I meet up with people and we start going and getting tattooed like out of state, not biker tattoos. You know what I mean? And um, even then, I like I know nothing about like the tattoo world. It's like like I do now. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I'm not in a place where you're it's, just doing tattoos in your world. It's elite. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. It's like yeah, and um, you know, I might do one tattoo a week, three tattoos in two weeks. I might have done five tattoos this weekend. I won't do another tattoo for four weeks. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's not a walk-in shop, man. And I don't really want a tattoo. You know what I mean? I am tattooing, but I'm going to school, and I'm thinking, like, I want to be an f- artist. Yeah. I go to school for printing technology, and I switch it to fine arts. And um, then I end up going to Ball State, and I'm tattooing there. And um, I'm doing a lot more tattoos. I have a private studio now. Whoa. I'm here, and tattooing's kind of changed up and gotten a little more popular. It's about 96, 95, 96. I'm tattooing out of the studios. I have, like, 30-foot ceilings and fucking... I have this roll cart of a top-loader fucking autoclave and shit. So and it's getting a little more legit at that point, yeah. I, pro- I probably do three to five tattoos a week. Nice. You know? And um, these shops open up, and they offer me a spot. But this guy, you know, I had showed him a painting and shit. He tattooed me a whole bunch, and... And, uh... uh you know, I end up fucking, uh, I end up tattooing there and all the guys there start teaching me all kinds of shit. There's no apprenticeship. I get hired. I'm tattooing right off the bat. Right. But I don't know shit compared to these dudes. And some of them would come from out of state and shit, you know, there's a, and, uh, the one guy, Shoeless Charlie shows me a whole bunch and, uh, fucking Ed shows me how to make needles like crazy. And I end up making, have to make needles for everybody. And so everybody shows me how to make needles the way they like them. All fucking homemade shit and fucking, um. I have plenty of ice tubes and like all this shit. I'm living on a totem pole, but it's not an apprenticeship. But it's like a shop apprenticeship. And it's like kind of cooler, I think, than being like having one guy. So I don't really get told like my shit's terrible. It sucks. You should just trace it how it is and all that kind of shit. But no one's really like discourages me from making art. But they also want me to make everything for them. When I do stuff for them, I have, you know, they have certain ways they all tell me how to do it. So right. I'm like paying attention to the way everybody has different little tricks. They all feed off eventually and. Those people feed away from that shop, and these other people get hired, and 
we're the only shop there and fucking by 2000 2001 man like there's like three shops in town here this college has only been legal for a couple years and we're just fucking banging man making tons of fucking money there's like fucking i think at one time there's like eight or ten of us at this fucking shop that just keep there's all like rooms from a fucking house has been turned into a shop and we're fucking making tons of money and uh and tattooing was legal at that point yeah it's legal it becomes legal yeah yeah it's weird i was glad that i'm from a time period tattooing was illegal where i'm from so i got to experience illegal tattooing I mean, I actually had this, I did, I forgot to mention, I had a tattoo done in high school that we went to another shop besides the guy, the biker, had this dude do this fucking tribal shit on my back in a high school that me and my friends all knew his older brother or uncle or some shit. Dude, right. my, and we all, anyway, we all went and got tattooed by him and uh, it was a sh- came out like shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's like giving mad dog to fucking underage kids and shit. Yeah, but yeah. like, you know, <laughs> we're just like <laughs> radical. So we don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like put some Metallica on, turn it up. Yeah. We're going to get tattooed. <laughs> 1982 forever. Actually, it was like probably like 1991, 92 for that yeah. tattoo. So whatever, you know, and all this other hot shit's going on all over the fucking world. But I live in Indiana and I'm young and, you know, uh, you know, Easy Rider magazine and all that kind of shit. So, you know, what your experience of tattooing is, Mm. you know, is like um, completely different. Like in like, you know, the outlook and the tattoos I saw and what was in vogue then, like for like bikers and what I'm seeing, you know, it's like completely different than what I grew accustomed to and what I do now. And what, you know, like, yeah, just like it's like a full barrage. I'm at one time when I'm in college and tattooing. I don't want to do tattoos because those are the only tattoos I know, right? Mm. Like this biker looking fine, world, yeah. fine line shit. Yeah. And I just fucking can't stand it. I hate it. I'm like, I want to make art. I don't want to ever have to do that shit. And then, and then I, when I start tattooing, you know, and I'm actually in a professional shop full time doing it that, um, you know, not just out of my house. So, you know, I'm having this like, you know, what I call real influence is like other people tattooing around you all the time and they all have a little slightly different take. Right. Right. I'm looking at all of it. I'm still trying to do my own thing. And I end up fa- I end up falling in love with the tattoos I never wanted to do. Mm. That's what I like the most probably now. Okay. Because it was the one like thing that made me not like mm. not want to do. Yeah. That now I, I really like because it must have been something it wouldn't leave my mind. Yeah. You know when you hate something, you can't forget about it. When you forgive it, you forget about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hating, hate is not about forgiving. You're like, I hate that. I don't want to have to do that. Then one day you're like, I forgive it. I love it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, that's, that's a spiritual awakening for me. And, and then so the at that moment, stuff, then it's like over. The traditional stuff lends itself to like that crowd anyhow. So you're doing like Spalding and National, like Eagles and bikey stuff. Like that's what's happening. Yeah, no, more like Cherry Creek looking shit. That makes sense, actually, yeah. Yeah, mid-90s. Doesn't yeah. Have the same tough aura. Cherry Creek, fucking official tattoo brand. You are the blue and purple, it looks pretty tough. You know um, what I mean? That's how you color I it. hate purple. I hate blue. <laughs> yeah. I think it looks like shit. Blue and purple, <laughs> red, like... Red, black, forever. Yeah. Red, black, yellow, maybe that kind of like greenish fucking color, but, you know, I don't know. I'd stay away from blue and purple, personally. Me too. What about... Uh, like the first tattoos that you saw though, were they 
like weathered and like green and shit, or were they like dark black? And see, because like when I got my first tattoo, I was like, what the fuck's this black? Shit? My grandfather had fucking uh, like, diabetes, so he had fucking, fucking spots green, all over his skin really? and shit. Yeah, huh. I thought like tattoos were supposed to be green. My favorite story, though, is my grandfather would wiggle his fucking hula girl that looked a lot like a Sailor Jerry girl. I don't, you know, have a close-up picture of it. I wish I did over time. But um, I do have a picture of one of my great-uncle's tattoos over there. But uh, my grandfather's tattoo, he'd wiggle it, and he would say it's my grandmother's tits. <laughs> and my grandmother, uh, Mary Lou, her birthday is uh, Halloween, was yesterday. I thought about her, actually, this morning. and uh, But uh, she, he would wiggle it, and it would piss her off. And they weren't married no more. She was married to my other grandfather, oh, my step grandfather, but my real grandfather too. Right. Yeah, he, she, he was just talking shit. And she'd be pissed because it was just a fucking sailor tattoo, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's like that's your grandma's titties. He wiggled because some dudes would get fucking a, a blouse on him, and he just had tits, no blouse, just well, like make him up. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he did. So like, how did you? So so when did you when did you open this shop? How long has it been around? Eleven years. What? Uh, 80, 97, uh, 2007, 2007. I'm bad at math. I haven't even tried to work it out. Man. What's 10 years? Nine would be, uh, 2009, uh-huh. 2008. The 2008 would have been it, right? We got the shop. Yeah, this is the 11th year. Why, why 111 Arts Gallery? It's 111 East Main Street. And 111 Art Instead of one 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 e one one a, it's like a one. And if you're when we first opened the shop, people still use phone books. It's right at the cutting edge of no phone books. First name in the phone book. Yeah, oh. and uh, we had the website from our old shop, and we were the first ones in the state to have Tattoo Indiana. Oh. So anytime you look up Tattoo Indiana, now somebody somebody else has Indiana Tattoo or something like that. But. Right. We had tattooindiana.com. Whoa, sick. I still have it, but I just haven't linked to the fucking Instagram now. So yeah. Whatever. But, you know, like, yeah, yeah, we're the first ones in it. Like, the first letter of the album. Man, I could tell you all the cities that have shops now didn't have any fucking shops. There's just like one or two shops in a couple big cities. That was it. The first couple times I got tattooed in Indiana were I got tattooed by Brian Pacewater at fucking Skinquake in Bloomington. Before, when him and St. Mark had fucking just had the shop in the south side and it opened up in a building in Bloomington. And besides that, I think you could get tattooed by Dave Knox in fucking um, Fort Wayne. And you could get tattooed by uh, Roy Boy and Gary. And other than that, I don't know. There, there's a couple other biker tattooers that were tattooing underground. But everything was underground. You know what I mean? We had fucking, there was, I think it was Dogs. There was a few shops that started opening up, right? Mm-hmm. They started opening up. But I never went to any of the underground shops. And even some of them I didn't know about when I was younger. And I learned about them as I was older. You know what I mean? There's other people who told me, you know, and as you collect tattoo stuff, you learn where Flash came from. But, you know, a lot of shit was biker underground. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you wanted tattooed, you had to know somebody that could take you to this guy's house or knew that this biker tattooed out of his garage, you know, like on right. Wednesdays after he worked at the factory or whatever. That was tattooing here until the mid late nineties. Right. And then it becomes legal. And then fucking, you know, all these shops start opening up. Some people came from out of state. Some people were just like, would open up shops with a couple people from out of state and just hire anybody locally. That's how I got hired. Cause yeah. I'm, you know, whatever. I always tell people I'm itchy scratchy. That's how I started. <laughs> so the like, first, first one don't itchy. The second one will scratch you. Yeah. Whatever. That's just how it is. So like, were you, when you, 
what was this shop looking like when it opened a post? Now this has obviously grown. This oh, is we like photocopied. Years years. We photocopied a whole bunch of my collection and flash. I'd already traded people for like I had tons of Spalding. You were you were like collecting stuff. Oh like, yeah, I got yeah. tons of production flash and shit. We photocopied it all and, and wallpapered the walls and we recycled it. all the floor came from like fucking yeah. um um and I'm sure Craig, that's ever Craigslist Lowe's fucking. Anything that we could get used or recycled, that's what we did. Like, you know, like the whole countertops recycled. Yeah. Um, like everything. Yeah, because this shop doesn't look like planned. It looked like it's it's just... It's oh, yeah. Happy. We're in a whole nother room right now. This is a door. This is a separate wall. These tiles Whoa. came... Those tiles came is from... Is there a door behind that? These are, these are from trophies. You see the holes in that marble? Those are all <laughs> trophies. That's from a trophy. And, uh, yeah, this was a wall right here. These are two separate rooms when we first opened. Whoa. Shannon Hall did this tile. I did that tile. He's in this room. I'm in that room. But then we opened it up and closed it because I don't like where I like one work surface when I'm working and there's like four people here or five people tattooing. I feel really good because we're having like good banter going back and forth, keeping people up there. One or two people mm -hmm. could be in here with them and it like makes for a good environment. You know what I mean? I like the one countertop all the way across and. Um, Looks like it makes for great pictures too in a lineage. Right. Yeah, it's not suffocating. And uh, you know, you can hear everybody's machines and like, you know. I think also working with people in cl in close proximity like that, it manages the shop itself. Like if something isn't working out, it's obviously not gonna work out. Like everyone well, has to get along. We all use the same pigments. Everybody uses the same pigments and the same needles and the same tubes and that way it's all uniform. No matter how you decide to tattoo your lines, you want to use a thin line, there's tight sevens. You want a thick line, there's looser nines. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's a big difference. I'm not. I don't have 18s and shit in there. That's not me. So I mean, that could be somebody else. I'm just saying we have very limited width. We have single needles up to nines, liner wise, but it keeps it uniform. So whatever you do, somebody else could do. So when they come in and you get tattooed by Daniel or you get tattooed by Debunk. And then you come in three or four weeks later and Jamie's here and you get tattooed by Jamie. And then you tattoo heels up and you come in like two months later and you get tattooed by me. Well, I can look at the tattoo, get pretty close to the color schemes going on, and fucking look at the line weight and like keep it all the same. Like, yeah. like. And then, and, then, and then every time, yeah. And then every time somebody comes in, they have a shop look. You know, it's like, on so, brand, yeah. Yeah. And that way you don't ever have to like worry about like they're walking. What does that mean? It's like, it's kind of like Friday 13th people. You know, yeah, they like tattoos. They'll never be back again. When they do come in, if you're not here, they're going to freak out and not get tattooed here and go somewhere else. They're going to end up with a hodgepodge tattoo. This way, they come in, they're like, oh, yeah, the guy did it last time. So they just come in, like, yeah, okay. And then, like, and eventually people are like, oh, you got that at 111. Yeah. And working close together, you guys know I don't have any business cards. I don't have any business cards with my name on them, and I have it in 10 years. Every business card I have has 111 on it. That's it. That's all I care about. I'm just like, just go in and get a tattoo. Yeah. Just go in, get a tattoo. Don't worry about it. Like, I want you to do it. I'm like, I'm not going to be there. Just go in. Trust me. It'll be all right. That's rad. So Sometimes. And so I come in here and I'm like, these guys are busier than me. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Hey, I thought you were getting tattooed by me. I'm like, whoa. I, uh, the I'm wanting Jamie like finish it. Yeah. I'm wanting Daniel finish it. I'm like, damn it. They're fucking it up. <laughs> My jealous ego. No, you know, I yeah. mean, sometimes you feel like that. You're like, the fuck i was i wanted to do your elbow 
you so know. You're from Muncie? Is this your town? No, hell no, I'm not no. from here. <laughs> <laughs> you are now, dude. One eleven, the car's out. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm a Muncie yeah, local now. I've been local. I'm. I'm fucking addicted to the history of this fucking town, but uh, I'm not from here for sure, man. I'm not. I'm fucking. You're probably uh, very few to travel outside of here and come back. No, listen. I'm 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 a global planetarian. I'm not from here. I'm a global planetarian. Yeah, but I fucking have a house here and shit. This building, <laughs> this building's paid for and house is paid for. But that means I can travel. Yeah. Unless I'm having issues with fucking pigeon brain fucking. Corporate fucking scumbags. <laughs> yeah, is it hard for a place like this to exist in the city growing and changing? Like, this is like... They're this, trying to gentrify right next to me. Well, that's no. what I'm saying. Like, this this shop, this doesn't exist. No, I take my shirt off I mean? outside and pull my dick out and chase somebody down. <laughs> like, fuck them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the name. Yeah. It's my town. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I wrestled a dude with a gun and put a gun to my head out here. No way. Yeah, tell me that story. Dollar five. <laughs> well, tell me that story. Look in the mic. Come over here. Come over here. Tell me that fucking story. This fucking prick that came out here kicking our fucking um uh fucking uh shit down. Me and Brant was working here at the time. T Bog and uh, Jamie were hanging up the shelf in the back. And a fucking dude came and kicked over the fucking trash can and shit, and then took off. So he just wants to start shit. Yeah, it's my neighbor. He, when they moved in, they started playing music so loud when we're all tattooing three of us over here. We could only hear their music coming through the walls, shaking my so fucking trying to push you out. art off the walls. No, they were just fucking being loud and not being respectful neighbors. Whoa. And I was like, hey, dude, I'm going to call the cops next time. And they're fucking just like rude as fuck. Yeah. And um, to be fair, too, when they bought the building, they kicked Brant out. And Brant and them were mad because they didn't even give him longer than 30 days to move. So uh, Brant's ex-girlfriend at the time threw dog poop in their car that was open. <laughs> so maybe they were always mad You're at us. playing your game, dude. Listen, so this fucking prick's <laughs> fucking with me all the time. And I'm like, I want to call a cops, but I can't call it cops because some pussy shit. I was like, I'll fucking, you know, could you please turn it down? I fucking can't handle it anymore. I'm like, you what know. What music are they playing? Just like. Blair and Nickelback. Pink Floyd on their guitar <laughs> over here okay. with like a fucking full stack aimed against my wall. Right. Because we're all listening to music coming through these speakers and we're all tattooing and we can't hear anything but that. And I'm like... Right, yeah. I can't do anything about it. Whatever. This kid starts getting drunk all the time. He's working at this fucking university. He's drunk all the fucking time and he comes down and starts kicking the trash can into the fucking wall and shit one day. And I had this really bad breakup and mental issues and I quit drinking. I was completely 100% sober for like, fuck, I don't know, like almost a full year. It was like at the eight month mark. Yeah. And so I'm just like aggro, working out, pumped all the time. I wake up at like fucking 530 in the morning. I'm awake till 130 at night. And like everything about my day is just like being honed in on anything that's fucking like, I'm just like, what? Like. <laughs> the fuck's going on you know what i mean like i'm just like zoned in like hard like like can't even like not be focused i'm so focused it's like my full radar my my life is full spectrum at this point because i have no sedation you know what i mean yeah 
motherfucker's kicking my trash can over and I'm in back and my dudes are holding up this fucking thing I'm zipping in so we can put fucking dishes up in the back so we can have coffee and food and like you know plates and shit it's a cabinet Grant runs up front it's like some dude has kicked over the trash can and shit and there's like so many bars down you're like fuck man some drunk you know what I mean Yeah, you know what I mean like somebody did something weird when they went by you know there's fucking bars out here somebody could have been a skater could have been right no biggie I'm doing it again. We all run out there this time because I'm just like, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna find you, man. Who's the fucking like trying to snap my pee, you know? And I fucking, there he is. He's kicking on his trash can. He has his lid. He's smashing it. He goes, "Fuck you, man." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Fuck you. Don't fuck with me." I go, "I ain't fucking with you." He goes, "You're intimidating me." I go, "I ain't fucking intimidating you. I will beat your ass right fucking now. It's private property. Don't fuck with my property. I take pride in my fucking shop. You slam that into my fucking door. You're fucking wasted. Don't fuck with me." You know what I mean? I'm just like hyper. Yeah. I'm just like, he's like, "You're fucking with me. I'll get my gun." And I'm just like, "Bitch, get your gun." Like a dumbass, I know. I'm a fucking idiot. Right. I'm fucking, and I'm wide awake, sober, mad. Yeah. Like, like I think I have more power because I'm fucking awake. So he gets his I'm gun. I'm not really awake. I'm like fucking going through these mental problems. This is why I can't even drink at this time period because I'm just like so like right. aggro that drinking just makes me lose it. Like, like, poof. But I'm so sober and ready for somebody to, to make me lose it so I can have the excuse of being awake. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, so kid's gonna get his gun. So I'm like, get it. Comes out, opens up the gun, put the gun right to my fucking temple. I fucking grab his arm like, like it's like kung fu lightning. I took a bunch of, <laughs> it's like I took a bunch of karate classes when I was younger. I don't remember what kind of belt I had, but whatever. It's kung all, it's, it's all ingrained in me because I got so many fights from living in multiple neighborhoods. Fucking grab this dude's arm. He's drunk. I'm sober, for real. And this is a great moment in time for that to happen because I'm an idiot. Grab it, twist his arm, wham! And when I twist his arm, I fucking try to make his elbow pop. Boom! And I, it doesn't pop. He's drunk. You know, when people are drunk, they're more limber. You really can't break him. Like if they were sober, he would try, he would try to tight you because he don't even know what's going on. You know he what I mean? Bends. Yeah, it probably hurt later for him, but it didn't hurt him. But that fucking gun goes, boom, plop, hits the ground. Fucking yanking down, jump on him, get on top of him, both knees on his fucking shoulders, get ready. I want to punch him, I grab him with my left hand, hold my right hand up, and I'm so sober. I'm glad for this too. I'm like, I ain't gonna hit him. I ain't fucking hitting somebody with my fucking tattoo hand. <laughs> I grab him with my right hand and I take my left hand to start spanking him in the face as hard as I fucking can. My hand was hurting the next day, dude. And uh, we wrestled all around. The dude called me a pussy. All this other fucking shit. He ended up going to jail. Brand's waving down this dude. I was like, I can't let you up. Pulled a gun. And then the cop comes over later and tells me I'm shaking, crying, upset. I'm fucking pissed. Yeah. And, like, I could have killed this kid right there when he was on the sidewalk. I could have just grabbed his by the ears and smashed right. his head in. But that's not me. You know what I mean? And I was kind of like disconfused anyway. And luckily I was sober. Right. I should have never told him to get his gun. I should never escalated anything like that, but I did. I handled the situation. He ended up getting fined a dollar. A dollar? Oh yeah, it's it's insane, dude. He's a rich white kids. But the new neighbors sold twenty eight million dollars for the houses last year, so he probably made around three million. So they're trying to gentrify the whole area, and uh, that don't matter either. I mean, it is it is what it is. 
What's that? Are they trying to push you out, like offering you money or anything like that? No, but I did tell them, man, if they want to pay me $250,000 plus moving costs, which is not that much. I just want somebody to box it all up for me. But uh, <laughs> $250,000 is all it take to get me out of this town. Where would you plus go? Plus box up fees. Where would I go? Um, I would change my – I would just be a different tattoo artist. Seriously? I'd, I'd be the tattooist oh. formerly known as, and it'd be this like little print symbol. Oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram <laughs> hit. You'd, you'd just have to like find me by by the symbol. <laughs> written, written in the sand, washed up. Oh, yeah, avoid taxes, avoid paying for anything. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Completely hidden. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wild. So, I don't know what else to ask. Um, <laughs> can we make a pause so I can go pee real quick? All right, pause. Yeah, and uh, also, uh, wait, before we pause, I want to get these guys in on it and ask the dudes because no one ever talks to the guys I work with. Yeah. Everybody wants to talk about me, and I go all over the place. Well, I don't go all over the place, but I go to a lot of places, a tattoo, a lot of different places, and... My dudes here stick here all the time, mostly debunk ghosts, but Jamie's my main man that stays here all the time. If anybody knew about tattooing here at this shop around all this flash all the time would be Jamie. You know what I mean? Cause I'm kind of in and out. And like nowadays, most people, a lot of times just let me do my own thing constantly. And I just draw on them. And so it's just kind of what I want to do somewhat. You know, we talk about like, you know, I'm not like the person that makes you get something I want you to get. I want you to tell me what you kind of want and let me formulate it into like, you know, mm. express it some way that I would like to. And I hope we, you know, meet. I almost always meet. We always meet on the same ground. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, and then they're here where people are like, debunk. So how'd you start tattooing? What's your story? Out of my house, dude, because I fucking Brant, T-Bog that used to work here. He was a tattooer and we grew up skating together and shit. And then our friend Adam, uh, Brant taught Adam how to tattoo. And I was like, oh, my God, like, these guys are fucking living the best life. You know yeah. what I mean? So, of course, I, like, definitely, like, navigated towards it. And I always wanted to tattoo anyways because, like, when I was a little kid, I saw, like, World War II tattoos, like the old right, yeah. Merchant Marines ones or whatever, which is where I was saying, like, the first ones I was asking Nate, like, the ones that you first saw, were they were green? green? Yeah, yeah, dude. So, like... That, so how'd you get hooked up here through T-Bog? Um, I mean, we just probably actually my friend Zorn, which is like, I would say like a weird surrogate son of Nate, like Zorn has parents and shit and like the best <laughs> or whatever, but like Nate and Zorn would always hang out since he was a little kid. So that like me knowing him, that's like what brought me here. Yeah. So I started getting tattooed here and shit and Zorn was like in, you know what I mean? Like. He's younger than me, but, like... How old are you? I'm 28. 28. Yeah, so, like, Zorn's, like, 27 or something. He's going to be 27 this year. Uh-huh. So, like, Nate just, like, loved this little kid forever, and I fucking grew up skating with... Actually, like, skating with him, not just, like... So you're in. Like, yeah. a hometown hero, dude, you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, I just started coming down here and getting tattooed and tattooed and tattooed, and I'd, like, ask Nate if I could, like, watch him tattoo and shit. Right. He's like, I'm never gonna teach you. I was like, that's cool, whatever. So I just started like fucking hanging friends around. up and yeah, yeah, just like hanging around and like every fucking time he was tattooing though, I was like watching like Do you know you're fucking around? He'd like 
Oh, he knew I was fucking around for sure, dude. When did, like, he, when did he catch on and be like, huh, you're fucking around a little decent enough? Or when did that come about? Uh, Probably when I was like a senior in college, because I'm not from this town. Like, yeah. I went to college here. So like after just being a piece of shit for a while, he's yeah. like, all right, maybe you fucking do like. Maybe you do fit in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, man, he, he'd always be like, he's like, you don't even care about tattooing. You just want to smoke weed and fucking all this shit. And I was like, no, fuck that. I like tattooing, dude. Like, yeah, whatever. Because so. it is a big learning, especially I think now Secret's Out, that oh. you can have success and good times through tattooing. But I think people didn't know that before. So people do come in and tattooing just for that a lot. Now. Right, right, without a doubt, for sure. Yeah. But, like, this was, like, more like, no, like, I fucking really like the way your tattoos look. Like, I, like, yeah. I, And I had a dude that, like, showed me kind of how to tattoo. And he, <laughs> and he would, like... Jamie Noggle! Okay, Jamie's yeah. being tagged in. You're in. You're in now. <laughs> You're right. Well, you said the metal would make a big clink. I put that one fucking dink. Yeah. You'd Jamie, take a seat. Oh, What's see your story? How'd you start tattooing? I like that brack pin on your jacket. Uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> with a modified nose hair trimmer and stu- really stupidity. That's even so you made like a like a That's like absurd. a cool tattoo hit pin. I didn't even know what a tattoo machine looked like or how it worked. I just kind of made something up <laughs> how to do it I, actually i started with a needle and thread poking by hand tell them how you got your high school degree uh, <laughs> i made it on uh, like 98 windows paint no way <laughs> and i got so a, how many jobs you got with it i got a few like factory jobs when i shit got hard you know yeah <laughs> give me boy Got a, yeah. G, got a homemade GED. That's what I said. That's a genius, <laughs> isn't it? That's where the college degree. Yeah, you can't fucking learn that in high school. Yeah. Why would you fucking do the GED when they don't even have a certificate around the world? So you're just like, why would you get a GED when you could forge a GED? Yeah. Windows 98, you said? That's it had, it had to be. Dude. Yeah. That was like our first computers. <laughs> it's like, yeah. That's sick. That's it was. Yeah, I didn't grow up with the computers. My mom was like afraid of them. She was Jehovah's Witness, so I didn't get a computer until like a year oh, ago. Oh shit, dude! Yeah, yeah I always love loved Jehovah's Witness. When we were in the house. I'm gonna try to talk to them. I'm like, dude, dude, I'm a J Dub, dude. Yeah. What's going on, man? Hey, I was like, oh, that's cool. The Bible's cool. That's so cool. But I just try to talk to them like person, and they just get like real shuddered. They're like, this like been like, you know what I mean? Because they don't get treated like people. Yeah. For me, I mean, I I just kind of hopped. My mom was. She was confused. So we were like Jehovah's Witness, then we're Catholic, then we're Christian. This is the way to fought. Now this is the way. And, what was that? Did you ever reach the Mormon? No, no. I think I think it almost <laughs> did you happened. Ever reach the tabernacle? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did have I did have a couple cousins um, that were Seventh Day Adventists or not Seventh Day Adventists. They were the whatever the Mormon thing is. The the thing they call it. They call it something else as well. Whatever. They were that, and um, and it just didn't happen. No, and I think by the time I was in middle school, I kind of. At that point, I was really grateful for it. it. Gave me the like the ability to think for myself, I guess, and have my own opinions. And then finding punk rock found my religion that way, you know. Yeah, it is like you know you go yeah. global rainbow. You know what I mean? It's like I fucking I think I like everything. This has to be presented to me in a certain way. But it was scary. I remember in sixth grade, I listened like I was I was like before I got into punk rock, I was really into like metal, and I got into like Deicide. I remember reading Deicide lyrics, and I was I was generally like really Holy scared. Shit. I was just like, whoa, this is like. I never liked Deicide. It's not okay. I liked, I liked a little bit earlier than that, but Deicide. It was, was just different. scary. It was just scary to read that like and be like, whoa, this isn't. I'm gonna go to hell. You know what I mean? Like, what am I holding here? You know, it's just yeah, it was this kind was of wild. Like, Let's go to hell. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. Come to me. Yeah. So you're tattooed with a nose hair trimmer, and how long did that? How long did that last doing that one? 
I mean, that was probably probably went on for. How many tattoos you get done with a nose hair trimmer? It probably went on for three or four months. Uh, Dude, you guys have found your know, tribe. You guys, <laughs> you guys all have like the same story. I love it. So how'd you meet? How did it connect? How'd you end up here? Uh, cause I was getting tattooed by Nate and uh, uh, Dave. 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 No, I didn't yeah. get tattooed by Shannon until I was here for a while. Dave, right. Said that Dave for worked for Roy uh, uh, Boy. Yeah. You guys definitely have your own world here. It's unlike anything I've ever been in. Yeah, cool. That. That's what a lot of people say. I don't know. It's the Midwest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's the mid-lost, isn't it? Like, they, you're in the fucking heavy rust belt. Most shops you go to, I mean, I don't know. Most shops I go to are just weird. They're just different, too. There's, like, it's some sort of weird, like, doctor's office. Yeah. No. I just feel like... Like, I feel like we're actual, like, people here, though. Like, we've been through enough shit to, like, collectively, we're like, oh, yeah, my buddy. Yeah, you know that curve out front and how yellow the curve is in front of the shop? Yeah. That's because we repaint it yellow and I fucking put fucking uh, J.B. Weldon shit in there. It's made for skateboarding. Sick, it's yeah. It's wax when the city repaved it and they did fucking paint that parking lot. So, you know, the whole shop's geared towards an alternative society here. Like, non-politically correct alternative, probably, like, slightly, mostly punk rock. Yeah. Skateboarders. Is that really too many motorcyclers that come here? Is that really a biker shop or a hot rod shop? It's mainly like kind of like punk, alternative, gay. Well, not like a real like, fucking. Like, well, I mean, I would say out of the shops Christ. in this town, no, you, have, like, you have the one really stuff. super mainstream. You have the one with the weird body piercing shit down mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And you have the other one is like uh, right down the road from us that I kind of like, but they kind of tattoo all the people that are a little bit like super local. Like, this seems to be, like, the fucking, like, shop that people come to that little, like, you know, queer punk rockers, you know what I mean? Like, they fucking attract them. I feel like, I feel like something or, like this can't really exist in a lot of places, especially where I'm from. Like, just the freedom, the freedom you guys have is... You mean you have to put tapes over the swastikas? No, not even that. Just, like, just, just, like zoning and where you can open where you can't open how your shop has to look where your sink has to be how high your straps container has to be uh, like well, they did you know that just to me at first but Under, i feel like underneath I, it here you see this shit right here they made us put this fucking bathroom fucking shit up that high and then they fucking got rid of the fucking mm. like well i was like what if it's glass all the way down and i wipe it then yeah and then like, like this yeah so you feasibly like caulk in between those mm, right and wipe them or not right i mean it doesn't have to be fucking a goddamn surgical laboratory. Right. Yeah, I think with, like, California, we had AB300, which makes, like, uh... Get it. You got tats, Jamie. Gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you something. When we first opened the shop up, me and Shannon Hall, that sheet up above you, that's all we did was red, black, and yellow for about eight years. You couldn't get any color here. We stripped down the whole entire color and like started simplifying everything and basing everything off ads and shit. And um, that's when the collection really started to go up on the walls. The ceiling came a little bit later. We originally used thumbtacks and then we and then we used a stapler when we got smarter. Yeah. But um, when we eliminated our whole color spectrum and went down to a really minimal color spectrum, people freaked out on us. But I think that that's when the shop really started to get a uniform look. And then there was other multiple artists that joined the crews, you know, and then disappeared over times or whatever. You know, we haven't really had too many bad people be here. 
and we, we have a lot of good people here kind of get a family that goes on right like any family we bicker sometimes but we all fucking kind of are in the same tribe definitely but i think everybody that pretty much came from here was connected here would like tell you the same thing that it's like some sort of language that we're all part of you know what i mean we did definitely choose to try to fucking make an own alphabet like you call it a fucking shop style yeah and even the guys that work here now that weren't there in the beginning kind of follow in suit with that as well yeah you know what i mean wherever their time wherever they're from too you know what i mean because we're all kind of midwest we kind of call it east central indiana eci and um it's just kind of like this little region and i don't know how the fuck i ended up here i came from a couple other places but uh it just is what it is so like there's a whole bunch of like small dotted towns around here that's kind of a rest belt it's all kind of like a lot of the industries dried up and this is slightly the bigger city in the areas even though it's smaller than most cities in this right state. Yeah. so you know it's kind of interesting you know and um now that these guys are here and stuff and the way we sell flash off the walls whatever they're trying to get it all comes out in the same style and so literally when you're around here and you're if you were to go to walmart or kmart or I don't know what the fuck stores are open, but uh, when you go there and you'd see tattoos, you'd be able to tell which ones come from this place. Right. I like that. That is cool. Even when I look at it, sometimes I'm like, they're like, hey, we got tattooed on go. I can tell did who did that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I, I even have to do that because I'd be like, I don't know if I did that or, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I we usually like look and pair up. You know what I mean? Like, like you were talking about earlier styles, like line weight, fucking right. killer. You know what I mean? Like, and so you know we have you know pretty good rainbow going on here still they're all pretty much in the same ballpark you know what i mean yeah i travel i don't i don't have the options i just like i feel like i feel like traditional whatever the tradition is that i'm following yeah i feel like it's it's an art form based on like limitations you know what i mean oh, yeah you can only do so much with that needle grouping only so much with that acetate four wipes away so me living in the future if I only have a few colors in this size line it keeps me in line no so that's I right i don't stray too far and keep it where I want it, you know? That's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. That's the same thing as having a shop style. You're like, how many how many liners you got? Like, well, we've got five different lines. Right. And mm-hmm. anybody in this shop could look at that other shop and be like, or look at the tattoo that came in and be like, oh, that's what he used. Yeah. Even if it's a little bit one bigger, one smaller, right. you're like, it's in the ballpark so 100%. far that no one would notice. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, let's end this thing as things pick up here. Yeah, cool. But it was cool sitting down hanging out. Yeah, I hope so, dude. Uh, I'm glad this it's exists. It's sort of like, you know what I mean? It's the day after Halloween, freezing yesterday. Everybody shriveled up and disappeared from the fucking yeah. earth. Yeah. And then I, I said they would get cooped up after a while. They'd come out. That's what happens every single time. The first cold mm. breaks, people like do what they naturally should do. Mm-hmm. Don't come out for as long as you have to. Right. And then finally they're like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And they start coming out. So this is, I said this earlier. I said nothing's going to happen until after six. It's happening. Yeah. 111 Arts Gallery. Yep, 111 Arts Gallery. I think you got something special here in this space. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, but that's what I tell people to do. I told you, I got this piece of the temple. This place became a temple as soon as I got there. Yes. Like right here, you have a very seat of it. You can't help but deny it because you know, it's way more than me. It's like, can you see? Yeah, whatever it is, there's so many like people's hand in here. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it becomes like a temple in old language. 100%.